Yeah, unless it's uh, it goes out of sync, and then there's you know there's drift issues or something. Yeah, but I, you're always drifting, drifting, <laughs> drifting. I'm True really words were rarely not spoke. That's naive. Um, it's a great <sighs> song. You ever listen to that song, Harry Connick Jr. No. Drifting. Ugh, not it's... not that way. Heather had to just buy one of those new puffy coats and, you know, the like puffy liner kind of jacket coat things. Yeah. Because we're going to Amsterdam next week. And um, Wait, you're going to Amsterdam next week? Oh, yeah. I didn't tell you about this? No. Oh, we're going to Amsterdam next week. Uh, work, play, both? To, Neither? To what? see the Vermeers. Have you heard about the Vermeers? Uh, well, I heard about the one Vermeer that the National Gallery figured out that wasn't a Vermeer. Okay, so, yes. <laughs> I'm Actually, not a big fan of Vermeer, really. You're, you're not a big fan of Vermeer? No. Okay. No. Okay, so that just re- <laughs> that just reset our relationship. Um, <laughs> no, I never have been. I don't get the hype. I mean, it's like, it's okay. I mean, I, I like Vermeer um, in a lot of ways because of the highly technical nature and the Tim's Vermeer part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like sure. I, yeah, 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 like, sure. I think I that's cool. I the, respect the, the process. I just don't really dig... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the like, outcome. The oh, this matter. is the one where there's a woman playing harpsichord. And this is the one where there's a woman writing a letter. And this is the one where the woman is, they're all kind of, so many of them are the, so, so similar. But um, there are, what, 34, 37 Vermeers in the world. Reich's, Reich's Museum in Amsterdam currently has 28 of them at the same oh, wow. place at the same time, including wow, wow, all wow. of the ones from the National Gallery. Wow. And the ones from the Met and the ones from the Frick and the ones from the Louvre. And the ones from Tokyo and one from a private collection. And so basically it's the only wow. time in history that all of them will be together. So are, are all of the outstanding ones, are they in private collections never to be seen again? Or did, uh, were they just not able to get them? That's a good question, actually. I don't know. I haven't done the collation of, you know, like the lists. Um, hmm. But there are a few. Like there's one, um, you know, the one that Tim and Tim's Vermeer used was at Buckingham Palace in the Royal Collection. I don't think that one is in there. Um, but there's a bunch. There's like five or six from Germany, German museums that I haven't seen yet. Hmm. So anyway, we, we just thought it would be fun. So Heather and I just said, the heck with it. Life is short. And we bought tickets to Amsterdam. And then we talked to my mother and we said, hey, mom, do you want to go to Amsterdam? And my mom's like, sure. So my mother and my wife and I are going That's to Amsterdam. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really Next cool. Wednesday. Not for nothing, but in the fall, the National Gallery is mounting uh, a, a huge Rothko show. It's it's works on paper. And I think it's, uh, what did Michelle say, 200 and something odd works that they're that they're trying to mount for this. Oh, thing. that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I You know, the one time I saw a big Rothko show, it was at the uh, National Gallery. Uh, this would have been... 20 something years ago they had a big rothko painting show hmm. like 20 of them or something in, in the same place i'm pretty sure um and it was uh it was pretty impressive but anyway so yeah we're going to think so heather was going to buy one of those patagonia little zip up things because oh yeah yeah she yeah. had a uniqlo one from like 10 years ago that's falling apart and all the down is pulled out of it and the zipper's half broken and you know and man you buy one of those things from patagonia or fall raven or any of these you know fancy brands they're yeah. expensive. Yeah, they are. What What's the one from Canada? Something Canada Goose. Yeah, is that the one? They're like six, seven hundred bucks. Well, for the big coats, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So anyway, it's we're trying to figure out what to bring because it's supposed to be forties, fifties there when we're there, but maybe some rain and 
it's like, man, I don't want to be there's It's better to be a little too warm than a little too cold. Yeah. Cause you can always take the jacket off or open it up or whatever. But if you're cold and walking around and it's rainy, that's just terrible. You, you, you imagine how much money Liam Gallagher's got wrapped up in coats. <laughs> Like parkas. <laughs> Every time you see him, he's in a different one. This guy must have hundreds of them. He's 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 on the hook for with big parka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um the closet that guy must have. Hey, Oof. you know, this morning I was in bed, as one is in the morning. <laughs> wow. Well, well, Welcome well. to Brilliant Talk with Bill Wadman. <laughs> so. I was so there I am unconscious while sleeping in my bed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and I was, I was flipping through the Instagram. You've heard of the Instagram, right? Sure. Okay. All the good kids are, you know, yeah. using the Instagram. And it was, uh, it was, a. Uh, remember when, when we thought it was never going to go anywhere? A <laughs> billion dollars. What kind of absurdity is that? Spending that kind of money on a. This is never going to work. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, well. Um, I was flipping through there and there was a sponsored post by someone and it was a behind the scenes photograph of them putting together the clothes or whatever, the, the doing production design on a photo shoot with David Bowie back in the day. Mm. Not back in the day day, but like back in the 20 years ago, 30 years ago kind of day. Yeah. Yeah. So post post Ziggy. Yeah. Yeah. Adult uh, <laughs> Bowie. The thin white Duke yeah. stage. Yeah. And he wanted to apparently recreate a photograph by an artist named Rudolf Schwarzkogler. Do you I do not know this person. Okay. No. This is this is exactly what I was hoping you would say because I felt like an idiot for not knowing who Rudolf Schwarzkogler is. Um he he was he was like a uh 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 roof uh Ru Second action is one of the, he does these things called actions, right? Mm. So there are, Wait, he, but he's a clothing designer. No, 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 no. He he's a he's he's a he's an artist, and, ah, and okay. the person whose picture it was, they were she was the clothing person trying to recreate these weird photographs. Ah, okay. Does okay. that make letting, sense? Letting the photographs inspire her thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. So I'm gonna I'm gonna send you uh, along the super secret snap channel the 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 picture that they were trying to recreate uh in chat there and uh apparently this this series of pictures involves a fish standing in as genitals and people injecting stuff into somebody's head that's covered by gauze and all these really really weird photographs Sounds like a party Adrian and I had over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing that I, I feel like there are, I mean, obviously there is, I, listen, you and I are probably better than your average person in knowing artists and art, right? You know what I mean? We know more than, you know, man, yeah, maybe. man on and the street. I still feel like I don't know anything. Yeah, of course. Right, right, yeah. right, right. But like when I see stuff like this, I think, wow, I really don't know anything. Because hmm. I look at it, the second link's actually better because you can just flip through each of the images and I don't really understand what this is. So it's it's literally like a man's head wrapped in gauze and then there's a guy like injecting a hypodermic needle into it. And then there's a part where his genitals are, are, are uh, gauzed up and then it becomes a fish head 
growing out of where his genitals are. And then there's a razor blade cutting open the fish head where this is the kind of stuff that just makes me wonder. Yeah, I don't I don't I I don't get this. I don't get it. Okay, either do I. But at the same time, it also makes me feel weird, which I guess if it makes me feel something, then it's 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 doing having some effect. But I look at this and the reason I bring this up is a to have just by chance a sort of photographer of the week who's apparently it's Rudolf uh, Schwarzkogler. Um but when we were wrapping up last time, yeah. I asked you about the kind of art that you make and by reference the kind of art that I make is is not new as it were, right? You know what I mean? The st- the style that we are attracted to are are both not from now, they're from another time. Is that fair oh, to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean there I think and I think that's common. I think you know, I think there are a lot of people more and more it seems doing the kind of stuff, at least I can't speak for you, but I the kind of stuff that I'm doing. I'm you know, I've I've really kind of pulled away from photography. Yeah. So I don't really know what's sure. I'm referring to your painting. Yeah. 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 But the like collage stuff and, and this sort of grungy, you know, uh, um, eroded or, or, uh, you know, weathered or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's nothing new, you know, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing new at all. And in fact, a lot of the newer, like the new avant-garde and I, you know, I'll look on, on art news or I'll look at, you know, art in America or, or, you know, whatever the source is. And honestly, it's, it's not unlike music in that a lot of it, I just don't, it, I just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, and, and I don't know if, is everyone trying to be so intentionally different just for the sake of being different because different is better than good? I, I don't know. Well, listen, these these photographs I just sent you are from the mid 60s, right. the 1965. Right. Maybe what you're saying is true, but maybe what you're saying has been, always been true. Right. Right. Uh, right. 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 That it's there's always been some contingent of people that are, you know, was Surratt trying to do something crazy and different? Of course. Was Picasso trying to do something crazy and different? Of course. But but somehow, you're right. I I don't necessarily connect with a lot of what people are doing in photography now as much as I do the same stuff I've always connected with this, this past weekend uh, Conrad and I went up to my mother's house and took a day trip to Boston with, with uh, her sister, with Heather's sister, Sophie and her girlfriend, Leela. And Mm -hmm. we went to the Gardner museum and uh, Isabel Stewart Gardner museum. Then we went to the MFA and saw all of my favorite sergeant paintings. And did uh, you go to the sergeant show, by the way, that was at the National Gallery? I did, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. It was actually really interesting. The, one of yeah. the cooler things actually was the uh, the like, they didn't get El Haleo, of course, the 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 Spanish, the big painting that's at the Gardner Museum because the Gardner Museum never lends anything. But there were sketches and stuff from it. You know, the one right. where the woman's dancing with her arm back yeah, yeah, in her yeah. head. Um, so, we yeah, we went and saw that this weekend because it's, you know, 12 feet wide or whatever the hell it is. But I look at that stuff and I am, oh God, it just, it just, it makes me swoon in a way that very little new stuff does. Right. Um, 
you know, in fact, there was there was a painting. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you uh, uh, another thing. There was a there was a sergeant painting that he painted when he was like 23 years old. That that I was looking at up close, and I, I sent you a thing. I just there's just something about the detail and the composition and the way mm. this woman is and the light in it and everything. I just think you know that's more along the lines of what I'm ever trying to do with my photography. And I guess my question for you is. Is that okay that you and I are not trying to do something new? Now, I think it is. Well, this is a beautiful picture, by the way. Isn't that really nice? It kind nice? of reminds me of Amitadhima, like the way the lighting yep. is, the way the lighting is on, on her on her dress. Yeah, that's I think he great. was he was 25 when he painted that. Wow. You know? and wow, that's cool. And, you know, I, I mentioned this to somebody the other day. It, it may have been my therapist. Um uh, uh, may not have been my therapist. It could have been. <laughs> may have been somebody else. It was some guy at a bar. Wait, yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> I was. All I remember is I was on a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but I was. I was kind of saying this, and the person said, "Well, listen, you know, even if that is true, that what you're trying to, for lack of a better term, mimic, and I don't think that that's what I'm doing." But but the thing the 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 school that you're pulling from is not what's going on right now. Even by you doing something with that, you're doing something new. Does mm, that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I you know I understand that they were trying to make me feel better, and and yes, that's technically true. Uh, but, but 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 you know, but is it okay to you know, uh uh just play bebop music or to play 1950s rock and roll and, or, you know, is that, is that what we're doing? I don't know if that's what we're doing, but I, I would ask you a question. Sure. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying to answer this for myself as well. So maybe, maybe this gets us somewhere. Are you, are you trying, okay. Are you trying to pull from that same kind of pool of inspiration because you haven't yet hit some arbitrary either visual target or, or you haven't quite gotten there yet. So you can't move on until you do. Uh, like I, I, I was attracted to this look and feel or composition or color or whatever it is. And I, I, I haven't achieved what I wanted to achieve there. So I can't move on. Is that what I you're saying? I can't move on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm, am, am I, am I trying to, to get somewhere closer to Rauschenberg or, you know, something like that. So that's what I keep holding on to. Can you I define what that goal is? No, that's the problem. You, it's, you, it's, it's one of those, you know it when you see it. You know, like I, I don't think, I, I don't have any objectivity around what I'm doing. I, I, I enjoy what I'm doing. In fact, I just, I reached out, I finally reached out to a gallery uh, over the last couple of days. And, and I spoke to the gallerist yesterday and we had a terrific conversation and whatever happens, happens, whatever, you know, if, if nothing else, I feel like I've connected with someone who I can chat to every once in a while and have really good conversations. We have, you know, similar interests and, and, and this person comes from a photo background as a photo editor before opening the gallery, blah, blah, blah. Right. Sure. And, and I, they asked me what I was looking for. And I said, honestly, just feedback. You know, is, is this going somewhere interesting to, to someone who has a better idea of what interesting means to the market and to, to an audience than I do just as this sort of cloistered away, 
maker of things. That's all I'm looking for. You know, I have no illusion of, of being important or being, you know, valuable in terms of, of, you know, within the canon of art. I just want to know, is this going somewhere interesting to someone who knows more about what is, what is commonly thought of as interesting within the art market than I do? And this, this person looked at you and said, sir, I'll talk to you, but put down the gun. All right. <laughs> no, never, never. no. So wait, so what did they say? Well, uh, well they, they said, you know, let, let me take a look and I'll, and I'll get back to you regardless, you know, one, one way or the other. And I said, and again, no pressure. I just, I just kind of want to know, am, am I, am I painting a house full of, of, of pieces for me and my wife or is this something that, that you go, oh, wow, this would be good in this, or this would be great over here. Well, I guess that's the my question would be, what is this and here in that sentence? You know, I mean, is is it somewhere other than my house? Right, right, right. But I mean, are we are we are we making art for other people, or are we making art for ourselves? You know, I think both can be true. Sure, but I mean, but I think if you're making art for other people, are are you making art, or are you just making product? Well, and, and this is this is a this is a great question, and I you know, and I, I I told this person I said, look, you know, I tend to think that nothing I make is art with a capital A, that it's it's decor, it's it's a it's something to fill a space. Uh, is that because compliment. you don't think it's good enough to be art, or you don't think it is art, or because it's easier to sort of self-deprecate? Because then, if it is, then you're not disappointed. I just don't want to saddle myself with the pressure of having it be something or another thing. Sure. As long as somebody looks at it and goes, hey, you know what? I've got a, I've got a great spot for that. Yeah. And I want, to, I want to see that thing every day. That's all I care about. That's, that's ultimately the win for me. I don't want something that, that you know, and I've said this before, I, I, don't, I don't want to, to be collected because it's going to go up in value. I want somebody who goes, man, I love that thing. And I want to see that more often than I don't want to see it. Right, 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 right. I right. want to put that in, I want to put that in, in my eyeline so that whenever I leave the house or whenever I walk into my office or whenever I go to my classroom, like whatever it is, I don't, I don't care what the space is. I get to look at that and go, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's what I care about. I, you know, it's, I agree. And I, I want the same, I have the same desire. Um, I do wonder when, when most people are buying art, if, if, if my sister is buying a painting, not that my sister buys that many paintings or my neighbors actually buy art occasionally and they'll not, not big money art, but they'll spend $1,200 on a painting or something, you know, Mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. artists they like. And a lot of them are, you know, pretty realist, realist cityscapes. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, here's, yeah. here's this street corner and some person who's really good at painting that kind of, you know, that hyper real, not hyper real, but like, you know, that, you know, look I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, you know, the, the kind of things where you could see all the cars and the electrical wires and the whatever, you know, and it's like, it's obviously painted from a photograph and there's, th- there's that kind of thing. Um, and they really like them because they put them on their walls. Now, is this person's art pushing ahead the canon of of what humans have made no that stuff is beautiful and impressive and all the rest of it in the same way that i think 
most of my work is those things. I don't I don't expect them somebody to ever say that I did something so new and changed the way people look at photography. I want people to look at my pictures and say, wow, I really like that portrait yeah. or, or that's really cool. Yeah. The green and what's, carpet. What's there wrong with that? That's I, my question. What's wrong with that? Yeah, I don't have any delusions of grandeur. Uh, a friend of mine. I'll answer your question in one second. I, I'm 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 trying to find a way to get there without sounding like an idiot. Um, <laughs> We've only got an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, Finally, I get one in. I had a friend who I had a friend who was a was uh, is a painter and yeah, and you know early I think when they first got out of college they were in some big show with Saatchi people and you know what I mean? They, 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 they sort of quasi hit the big time, you know, right. Somebody who matters said that their work was good and they had a show at a big place, you know, like that's enough, you know what I mean? For, for mm -hmm, our purposes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then when their stuff didn't sell as much, they were sort of out the back door. You know what I mean? Like it's a real, real hyper, uh, it's all about buzz and it's all about, yeah. Yeah. You've got one record to make a hit. Yeah. 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 And that's, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. and that's really kind of, it's funny because I think that we in the visual art medium tend to think that we are, and maybe this is just a legacy of, of the Renaissance or something that, that we are above that fray, that that's how it works in writing or that's how it works in, in music, but with art, art lives forever. You know, that, that kind of stupid hmm. concept. But the reality, I think in the, in the making money as an artist, artist, uh, like a fine artist is exactly the same as Britney Spears, not coming out with a new record or, you know what I mean? I think that that's a lot of how all of that works. Um, I'm lucky enough that the money that I make from my quote unquote art is that people want a nice portrait of that person and they'll hire me to go do it, which is great because I'm both doing something that I find kind of satisfying and it's something that they need from a commercial point of view. You know what I mean? Right, like it's a, right. it's, it's a good symbiosis between the two of those things. You know, you, you get what you need and, and I get the satisfaction that I want from doing it. Um, but, 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 your initial question a while back, which is, do you think that you can't move on because you don't feel like you've accomplished the thing you're trying to accomplish? I don't know. You and I are, you know, in the second half of our lives. What is exactly that we're trying to accomplish that we would be moving on to? You know what I mean? I, I don't know that it's a, a sense of accomplishment as much as it's like getting to saying what you have to say creatively and going, yep, that's, that's what I've been shooting for. I, I, for me, that, that thing with an audience is different. You know, it's kind of like, remember that movie that we talked about years ago, the, um, the HBO documentary, the price of everything. Yes. Yep. yep. So it, very similar to, to your friend's story. They, one of the artists in there, uh, Larry Poons was the okay. guy that they were in where he was on top of the world. You know, he was, he was the art world darling. And then they decided they, this, you know, small amorphous group, yeah, of but influential, influential group decided that he was no longer in vogue and, and nobody bought his paintings. Right. And then 20 years later, you know, and he's still painting, 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 painting 20 years later, somebody quote unquote discovers him and he's back, you know, sure. on the, on the sought after list, Yep. you know, 
but but he was still just trying to do his thing. So that's an interesting side of it because I think you're, you're right. It is this weird amorphous kind of cool kids club that you're either in or you're out. Yeah, and I've never been cool. Yeah. Well, and, and yes, and and that's that's kind of my point is I would rather have somebody who goes, you know what, I can spend three hundred dollars and I can get this, but I really like this. Yeah. I really like this. Yep. And we have a conversation about it and we talk about it. And maybe, maybe it's even like, I like this, but, but could you do one that's a little bit like this? Okay, sure. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. If that, if that's going to, if that's going to bring you joy, if that's going to bring you connection, if that's going to whatever. Yeah. Let's do that. Interestingly like, enough, there's some interaction there. Yes. It's not, yes. it's not, you either want what I'm giving you or shut the hell up. Because I don't want to be precious about it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, do you ever want to be precious about it? Is there ever something that you make where you're just like, no, don't mess it up. Like, or, uh, or don't buy just it's that one. A, it, buy those two together and put them together because that's what makes it good or, you know, no, whatever. No. I mean, okay. I have I have pieces. I You know, it's funny. I've come to think of the stuff that I paint. This is, and and maybe this, I want to ask you about this too, but. I have come to think of the things that I paint in series, okay. you know, uh, two years ago or a year and a half ago, whatever it was when I, when I started painting like a bunch of paintings at once, cause I always used to work on just one thing at a time. And it took me forever because I had to finish that one thing before I'd go on to the next thing. And then I started doing things in, in batches just as an experiment. I did this, this 72 piece, uh, uh, or no 36 piece series and, and it went together really well and it was fun. So I've started thinking about things in series. And now, I'll, even if it's only three or four pieces, I'll work on multiple things together. So to your question about, do you ever wish that, you know, oh, you have to get all these together? It's not that I wish that, but because I made them together, it kind of feels like they should go together on the wall. But I wouldn't begrudge someone if they go, you know what, I, I really only want this one. Okay, fine, have that one. Sure. I don't, yeah. you know, fine. But just in terms of thinking about them, I've come around to really liking to to see how things play off of one another and to see where they go and to see how they relate to one another, you know. And I, and again it's I wouldn't I wouldn't think that it's that different from you shooting a session. You don't just shoot one picture. I mean, right. you shoot, you know, multiple pictures yep. and and maybe you get a commission to go, "Hey, Bill, we need we need four pictures or five pictures sure. for this article." Yep. Yes, they can they can all be sort of, you know, different outfits or different sets or different, you know, locations or whatever. But ultimately, you, I would imagine at least you want them to have some sort of visual cohesion. Sure. So that they look like you. Sure. You, you know, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. but do you and, and I guess my question for you is. Let's say you're working on a batch of 10. Yeah. And you instead of working on them together, you worked on them sequentially. Right. I just yeah. switch it up And this. I'm going to use, I'm going to use a P word here that I think is going to be a big, you know, needs an asterisk next to it. But do you think you make as much progress working on those 10 together as you would have had you done 10 individual ones in sequence? Whatever. I, I think so. And what, because... what does progress mean? Like, do you think that you are, I mean, you're a different artist than you were 10 years ago. Are you a better artist or are you just a different artist? And what is better? I don't think mean? I'm any better. Right. Okay. I don't, I don't think I'm any better partially because I don't think I've 
I don't think I've put in enough time, enough purposeful time to be better. Am I different? Yeah, I'm still exploring. I'm still, I'm still kind of, you know, stretching the taffy. You know, it's, it's not quite, it's not quite done. So when I do things, when I do multiples at once, if I'm, if I'm putting, you know, texture down on something or, or, and, and it doesn't go quite the way I want it to, I'll let it go on that one because I know that there are a few more that I can go, you know what? Fine. Let's let this go. And I'll try it on this next one. Yeah. That it actually gives you room to experiment. Yeah. Rather than, rather than saying, oh man, I, this one's no good. Not all you your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's a lot more fun. And again, I, letting go of that idea of whether the thing is, is capital A art or decor or, you know, window dress, like I, 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 that, that has messed me up for too many years. Right. Yeah. That's that that thing of of is it good? Is it important? Is it art? Like all of those things. That's what messed me up. And 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 it's ironically, that's why I'm not better than I am, because I got so hung up on that part of it that I just said, fuck it, I'm going to quit. I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. Ooh, but I have to bleep that. Do I? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> just, I guess my, so if this person, this, the mystery person, the mystery gallerist, oh, the mystery gallerist, person? I'm going to discuss yeah. this yeah. person as the mystery gallerist. Yeah. <laughs> the unknown gallerist, yeah. like on the gong show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chucky, 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 Chucky. <laughs> I give this restaurant three and a half gold forks. Um, <laughs> if you, <laughs> sorry. The oh, Phantom yeah. Gallerist. That's right. um, dun dun dun. <laughs> um, if, <laughs> we do have fun on the show, don't we? Oh, um, if if they come back to you and you say, and they say, uh, yeah, you know, uh, nice work, but there's nothing here, or, or there's nothing that I see here that's that's commercially interesting to me, right? Yeah. Or they come to you and they say, this is artistically fascinating but commercially uninteresting, right? You know what I mean? Which are two yeah. different things, right? Yeah. Or yeah. they come to you and say, this is great. I'd love to sell them. Eh, like it's not my kind of art. Or I don't know if it's saying much, but if people will love this crap for their, you know what I mean? You know, whatever the, the argument is, right? You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> they'll love this for their McMansion bathroom or whatever, right? And I, I can yeah. sell these like hotcakes. Um, I, I would hope that, that it wouldn't be, you know, the, in the latter example, I would hope that it wouldn't be quite, that abrasive, but of, of course I'm just, I'm taking the end of the, yeah, the yeah, scale yeah. just for effect. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Because this is, this is the first time I've done this. Um, certainly the first time since, I mean, the last time a gallerist or a curator of any kind looked at my work was 2007, 2008. Okay. So this is the first time in a long time and there are no wrong answers. I'm just looking for feedback outside of the echo chamber of my head. Right. Right. Outside of, of, you know, a, a very small group of people, including Adrian, who've seen it and, and go, wow, I really like this. And, and that's great. And I appreciate all of that really wonderful feedback. But I also just want to know. from somebody who's outside of me and doesn't have any connection to me whatsoever, who's a little more objective, like is what's going on here? Yeah. They, they, they don't have to deal with you being cranky if they say something that is disappointing. Yeah. And honestly, there, I don't know. Hmm. 
man, this is okay. So this is a good, this is a good thought experiment for me. I don't know that I could or would be disappointed regardless of the answer because I really enjoyed the making part of it. Right. I've really enjoyed the doing, right? The, 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 how would it be different if you had to make rent by selling your art? Would you come at it really differently? Yeah, it'd be horrible. It'd be horrible because I think, I think then it would, it, it would in some way, hmm. It would, it would in some ways, I think, become formulaic where you, you would have to then go do, I don't have to, maybe not have to, but I, th- I could see myself then doing research on like what's selling, like what's trending, you know, what kind, and then doing my best to do just that, you know, and, yeah. and I probably wouldn't be very good at it. Yeah. Th- uh, then you, then you wouldn't want to do new stuff because if people are buying the old stuff, there's, th- there's now a a risk in changing things up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you, if you get known for, for, uh, black and white portraits and you are, you're having to turn away more work than you can do. Is there any, you know, at some point, is there any impetus or what's the impetus to go? Yeah, but I really want to do color at night. Well, in Hey, situ. N- not even, not even, more work than you can do. You're, 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 I'm making as much money as I've made, even if I'm not totally busy, this is the best that it's gotten taking black and white portraits. Right. Right. It doesn't even have to be some extreme example of success. Right. Um, but yeah, this is a, this is a big, these are the big question marks. You know, the, I've actually, since the last time we spoke, I've actually taken some pictures that I really like. Mm. Um, uh, um, both for me and for some clients, you know, things like some shoots that have been really fun and worked out and kind of gotten me a little bit more, Hey, this is kind of good. Okay. So this, this is a good thing for me to hear because the last time that we were on mic and then like one or two times when we were off mic, yep. there was some real question marks around what the future of photography looked like for you. Well, I mean, I mean, there still is to a large extent, but at least hmm, I, yeah. I don't, I'm not dreading it in the yeah. way that I was, you know, like, yeah. you know, you were, I, you were in a down spot. Yeah. I mean, talk. listen, I, I yeah. was, I'm fine with, I, I, I am much better at dealing with the ups and downs of what clients expect of me and hmm. what I'm able to give them because I am not the only person involved in a portrait shoot you know what i mean right uh i can't i can't make somebody look good on camera i mean i can do my best but you know there there are limitations that i have you know um which is which is fine or or find somebody interesting or have a good location or whatever but there's like some things that i've noticed it's you know i've taken what i think are a lot of strong studio photographs right but i've realized i don't like shooting in the studio I, Do you not? I, really? I very much prefer shooting environmental. Really? Yeah. Like even even the 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 corner portraits that you were doing, you seem to have a good time with those. Yeah, with, the corner with, portraits was one thing, just because like I made that little set and I was doing a thing, and that, yeah, that was that. Those were those were a good example of studio. But I always feel like I want to try something more, um, m- more more adventurous and every time i do i kind of end up paring it back down at, towards the end of the shoot 
You know, I'll set up five lights. I'll set up edge lights and hair lights and this, that, and the other thing and bounce from the bottom. And, you know, I'll do all of the things that you do to have these fancy somewhat, and I don't mean this is derogatory, but like overlit sort of looking yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and then I invariably towards the end, start turning lights off and end up back where I start, which is, <laughs> right. you know, which is like a simple kind of thing. Okay. Can I, t- can I tell you what, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but somewhere in, in a, a notebook somewhere, I have a, I have a note to myself and this was when you were doing the corner shots Yeah, that I, I wished, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing it cause I don't know where the note is now, but what I wanted to see from you is somehow make that corner portable, like put it on a pallet or something yeah. where it, it, it's on wheels. And I wanted to see you shoot corner portraits that were very controlled and very, you know, serious, yeah. but shoot them wide enough so that we could see the chaos. You're in the middle of a field or in the middle of the Times Square, Square like or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we could see the chaos around it. Yeah. That, that you, That's a good like, idea. And, yeah. And it, it's like, is it representative of the voices in our heads? Is it representative of just the chaos of, of, of the creative product? Like whatever it is, whatever yeah. it means to you, it's fine. But yeah. visually, I just thought it would be so cool to see this, this very, you know, precise, controlled, little teeny part of the frame, you know, and then all of this other stuff going on around it. And I, or, I just never or, talked or, to you about or it. Or barrenness or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, whatever it is. I mean, and, but I mean, but in some ways... What you're suggesting is something that is more akin to an environmental portrait than it is. Yeah, sure. You know, sure, and, sure, and, sure. And that's the thing is that when I go and I look at the pictures that I take in other people's spaces, I mean, I think I have a particular look that I get when I do those things. And I think it's very much my look, or at least that's what people tell me. They look at my picture and they go, oh, I could tell I thought it was your picture without even looking at, you know, who took it. And I was like, mm. yep. Um, which I take as a compliment. Um, sure. Except when you say it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, but, um, but, but when I, yeah, when I shoot in the studio, it's like, I can do it and I get a nice pictures, but I always feel like I'm repeating the same thing because I have no new ingredients, you know? I, get, I got you. And, I got you. and, and maybe, maybe the problem is, is that my, the way my brain thinks about composition or lighting is not inventive enough on its own and and, and it, it's 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 the environment that gives me my spice you know what i mean that that mm. that i don't want a blank slate and then i want to create i don't want a blank piece of paper i want a piece of paper that has contours already that i can work within you right. know that right, i work right, right, better right. when i have limitations and the limitations come with the available light and the stuff that's in the frame or the way I can compose things or, or whatnot. But, but I guess my thing is that I, you know, I'm starting to find there are things that I like and things that I don't like. And it doesn't mean that I can't shoot studio stuff, but it's starting to make me wonder like, why am I trying to do something that I, that does feel like a great against it? You know? Like it's, so do you, okay. Do you want to have more control or uh, no more is not the right word. Do you want to have control over more elements in the frame? I want less or, control. Okay. Or the other side of that was more control over fewer elements. Yeah, I want more control over how I light it. I want to control how I compose it, but I don't want to control so much what's in front of me that I have to frame, you know? Uh, like I, okay. I like I like the fact that 
you know, I occasionally will tell people how to pose here. Why don't you try your hands in your pockets? Why don't you lean against the wall? Turn your head this way. You know, I mean, there's things that I'll that I'll do, but I'm not a go over to somebody, grab their arm, tilt it back, push this, you know, yeah, chest yeah, yeah, out, yeah. but this way, you know, like I'm not there, there are those people <laughs> where that's the way they work. And right. when you work with people who are really good at getting their picture taken or models or or people who know what they're doing, they'll do most of that stuff already. But I but I don't feel like that's that's not my job per se. My job is to make you feel comfortable enough that you end up in some position on your own that is visually interesting that I then because that's that way you did that. I didn't do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. I was there to capture what you did. And my the trick I have is that I can get you to do something that I can make you feel like you could sit that way and it makes it feel natural or whatever. I mean, th- this is the theory. This is the this is the fantasy. Um, but yeah, so I, I kind of want less control or I want I want the room to do the space to do a little bit more work. Now, if I could build rooms, if I was Dan Winters and had space and budgets and whatever it is, sure, you know. Like, let's build this cool thing, which is kind of what I did with the corner, like you're saying. Right, 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 right. Um, I just don't, I mean, for personal work, I just don't have the budget or time. I mean, I guess I have the time. But, you know, I don't have the space to be building things in our little apartment. Right. Um, I can barely put up a nine-foot roll of seamless if I need it. Um, I'm telling you, man, mobile corner, that's where it's at. <laughs> you do realize I live on the fourth floor and it's a walk-up. <laughs> well, I didn't say it was going to be easy. <laughs> You've got to suffer for your art, Wadman. I don't know what you're thinking. Cut to one of those like 16 story cranes pulling yeah, the yeah, like backdrop out the window. Lowering it down the side of the building. <laughs> Just going to do a shoot. Be back later, honey. <laughs> I mean, do you have any sort of goal in your head when you're writing in your journals? What's your goal? I mean, you, you, you're um, far more introspective about this than I am. I, you know what? I, I don't know how to answer that right now. I really okay. don't. Well, I, I really don't. I put it in the hopper to think about, but I, it's, that's a, I don't oh, have, I don't God, have a good answer a, either. It's a small question, but it's such a, it's, does anyone have an answer for that though? That's my question. I'm sure people do. Okay, but but when I when I think about that, like yeah, okay, the first... does anybody have a real answer though, or are they just like you know bullshit art school pretense answer? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, my first response is is to ask myself another question of did I ever really have a goal? Like that was that was a real goal. Like other than you know the the things that, I don't know the milestones that we that we you know. I, man, I don't know. That's a great question. Wait, what kind of milestones? You know, I mean, it, depending on where you grew up, it's it's you know, go to college, get married, have oh, a sure, kid, sure, like, sure, sure. like all that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, you know, or is it you know, is it a dollar amount? Is it a, like I want to make this much a year? Well, I mean, any dollar amount that I used to have in my head, I've already surpassed it, and I wasn't any happier. Right. You know, so it's not that it can't be that. Um. You know, I, I've, man, I don't know. I've been more productive in terms of my, my consistency in, in writing and consistency in painting and consistency in recording. Like I, I've, I've been better about those things, but that's not, that's not it either. 
So, I, man, I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. And maybe, maybe that's part of the problem is, is, you know, I've got a handful of darts, but I'm just throwing them out into the yard because there's no board. Or, or is that just a very Western way of looking at it? Maybe. The idea that, I mean, I used the word progress earlier when discussing yeah, yeah. whether or not you should do things serially or in parallel. Um, and I, my guess is that ultimately you're going to make a different kind of progress with each of those. You know what I mean? Um, but, but you know, I, I can say that I, I am a better portrait photographer now than I was 15 years ago. I guess, you know, if I was, if, if some, if, you know, if I showed my portfolio 15 years ago to somebody, or I showed my portfolio now to somebody, my new portfolio, my current portfolio was better, but like, what does that, but what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Better how? Is that better because it's, it, 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 it better reflects what I'm trying to achieve. Is it better because it, it's, it can rank more highly against other people who are doing similar work. Is it better because I make more money? Is it better? (laughs) Wait, what was that? It was a little static. (laughs) (laughs) Is it, is it, you know what I mean? Is it better because I feel better about it? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, w- I would say the same thing. It, it, I don't, I, what are the metrics that we're talking about? I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, I've, I've been busier the past few weeks than I was for the first couple months of the, like I've been busier in March than I was in January and February combined, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. great. I'm like money. Yay. Um, and I pay off that camera bill. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> Stupid camera. I hate this camera. Um, quick aside, I think I mentioned this the other day on the phone when we had that quick call, is is switching to 16-bit to 14-bit RAWs helped. Right? Very, it made a huge difference in the overall sort of responsiveness of the camera and length of the blackout mostly. Um, and and just to just to confirm, is it set to 16 by default? Or did you set it to 16? Uh, I think it actually is set to 14. Si- I think it is set to 16 by default. Wow. Um, because, you know, why not get the most out of the camera you can? And if you're somebody who shoots really slowly, that none of that matters, you know? Yeah, but really, it's, you're not out there shooting football. It's not like you're, you know, I don't know, shooting 20 frames a second, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing, the fact that this thing even does five frames per second is nuts. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I, I, uh, uh, what was I saying? I've been busier, which is great. Oh, that sometimes I think that I am seduced by or my depression is softened by the times when I'm busy. I suddenly think, oh, you know what? I, I was just depressed because I wasn't working a lot. But when I'm working a lot... um, all of those things that I was questioning before aren't really there. Or if they are there, they don't really matter because I'm busy. You know what I mean? Like I can, right, right, I right. can, I can be. Yeah. It's not that they're not there. You're just not thinking about them. Yeah. Right? Or like, yeah. you know what? Do those things really matter as much as I thought they did when I wasn't busy? Cause now I'm busy and I can, you know, I'm not as, uh, uh, distracted. I, I can be distracted by the work. So I don't look at the things underneath it. But as may- long as you're happy with the resulting work. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the work is is generally I'm generally happy with it. So th- then you wonder, okay, is are the are the questions 
that I'm asking real or are they just, uh, you know, my wife works a lot. She, you know, she got home at eight o'clock last night, right. Is, is when she like left work. Um, so she's working a lot lately. She doesn't have time to think about whether her job means something to her right, and all the rest right. of it. She's too busy doing it, right? Which is which is another thing I think we had on our list, right? Uh, our, our conversation topics, which mm-hmm. is, is it, you know, is, is, is it better to talk about these things or is it better just to ignore these things because you're never going to come up with an answer and just keep, put your head down and keep plowing ahead because that's all there is, you know? And and are are the people who do that happier? You know the whole uh, you know uh, inspiration is for amateurs thing. Right, right. Um, I don't I, know. I, I don't understand how you can not think about it. I I really don't. Right, I'm not be, trying to be glib. But, but is that just, because you and I are the kind of people who who are naturally have a natural predilection to think about it? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know, and to worry about it, and to constantly evaluate and reevaluate and criticize it and judge it and you know, you know like all I, those other things i'm an extrovert i need people around right i feed off of other people being around lots of other people in my life are introverts they don't mm-hmm. want more people around they don't even understand how i could possibly want to be around people all the time and vice versa you know yeah. to me i'm just like you just want to sit around and read all day long but there's people and conversations to be had and you know what I mean? yeah. laughs to be you know whatever um, yeah, I don't, man, I don't, you know, it'd be fun. What? I was thinking about this the other day when, when you came down here and we did the walk and talk on the mall, yeah, I got to figure I out would, what episode that is Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> I would love at some point to reverse it and come up to New York and, and maybe if, I don't even know if you'd be, if you'd be open to like peering behind the curtain, but could we, could we do something like this, even if it's something separate to this? while you're doing a shoot. Like, I would love to be the fly on the wall and just wander around with you, but I completely understand if you're protective of that, those kinds of interactions with your subjects and, and that kind of thing. And if not, let's just walk around and... and, and I mean, we could, know, we could do something like that. I will tell you that I do find, sometimes people will say, oh, hey, I'm gonna, you know, do you mind if I, you know, bring my girlfriend or, you know, or boyfriend or, you know, somebody, so-and-so wants to come with me or whatever. Um and I'm and I'm always like ah, I'd really rather you not because I yeah it just just because it, the, another element changes things you know I mean it's different if like you were just with me and we were doing something for fun that's fine um, but it is interesting how whenever a subject says that oh my friend Janet's going to come it's like no don't Janet because then right. it's a different it's a different energy you know when there's when there's a, another person there. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we could totally do that. And we could totally I wonder walk if it was, would, would it help if I was completely, I mean, because we've got these these wireless mics. Would it help if I was completely Behind out a of, one-way mirror. <laughs> you know, just out of sight. Like, so I'm not in your yeah. in your sight line, but I can I can just, and, and it doesn't have to be for the whole thing. I just, I would love to, to because I, I feel like I'm I'm often at a disadvantage because I've heard about you working, but I've never seen you work. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't, there's not that much. I mean, there's a few little videos of me working, but not really anything. Right. Um, yeah, totally. By the way, it was episode 177. I'll put it in the... Oh, okay. The live one? Yeah. Yeah. I'll Where we were, just we were wheezing the at the top a, of the fresh Lincoln <laughs> Memorial. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just got off the rowing machine before doing this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. 
yeah. it is I, I the the experience that I have when I'm taking pictures and this is something that happened I did this magazine shoot a week and a half ago with these two guys in Times Square in Times Square. Wow. Yeah. Well, do you have to get permits for that since it's so busy? No, but you can't, I can't put light stands down on the ground. I can't block anything. Oh, so you need to have somebody, you need to have an assistant holding your lights. Mm. And I think if it's more than five people, you can't do it. Like it has to be a small crew. Including who you're photographing. Yeah. And in fact, there are, yeah. And then there are also places in New York City that are actually red zoned for getting permits. Oh, wow. And then you also have to worry about if it's for any sort of commercial use, which a magazine really isn't, but try to explain that to the security people. Um, There's lots of things you can't have in the picture because they're copywritten. Oh, like signs or facades or the, something? The front of the New York Stock Exchange, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are all these sorts of – there are, are all sorts of rules. But um, the two people I was photographing are both uh, singer, dancer, Broadway performer-y kind of people. Mm. And so we wanted to do it in Times Square, which is a complete poop show, as you'd imagine, trying to shoot in there. Um, yeah. And it was very windy and it was pretty cold. And one of them came in full drag. Nice. Um, it, they looked great, but it was really tough. And and my camera was still in 16-bit mode. and <laughs> So you could only take one photo every seven minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, well, it was such that if you took a picture, blackout, comes back up. But the people, you know, take a picture, blackout, comes back up. You know, the EVF. So if there are... People, um, uh, the people that I'm taking pictures of, if they're doing a good job posing and these two guys really wanted to be photographed. Um, so they were, they were ready with what they were going to be doing. You know, I'm going to look over here. I'm going to, you know, pose this way. Oh, down here, this. And, and so the, the, the millisecond, the, the EVF came back up, they were generally doing something fun and I would hit the shutter again only to have another blackout. And then it comes up and I hit the shutter again quick. So it almost felt like most of the time I was photographing them, I was seeing a blank screen. Oh, wow. You see what and I'm trying to get having, at? Yeah, always having to play catch up to their action. Exactly. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. very infuriating. I mean, the, the the files and the pictures ended up great and everyone's happy. But in the moment, I felt like I might as well not even look at the EVF and just keep pressing the button. Like that's what it felt like. Wow. I couldn't I couldn't see what I was doing. I was felt like I was shooting blind. Um, it would have been a lot better if, apparently if I was in 14 bit mode, which is, you know, what I've, what I've switched to now. And for those interested, apparently the 14 bit, 16 bit thing is not, uh, is almost not even a thing on this camera. Um, in terms of image quality. Yeah. The, 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 you know, a guy did a thing where he pulled it up from, I'll put this in the, in the show notes too. This guy, Jim Casson, uh, did a whole thing on his blog where he underexposed his bookshelf by five stops and brought it up uh, with 16 bit or 14 bit. And they're pretty much indistinguishable. Oh, so wow. there's no real reason to, to, to worry about uh 16 bit. Um, but yeah, but I, you know, I was shooting them and it was like, it was, but it was like really, I don't know. I finished and it, it, I really enjoyed it, you know? And I was like, Oh, right. I remember liking doing this. And I shot my friend Alicia in, in uh my buddy matt carr's new basement um 
And I was really happy with the way that picture came out. And so I don't know. I wonder if there's something, because you said earlier you want less control. So I wonder if there was something about that particular shoot. Yes, the, the, maybe the subjects were fantastic. Maybe the environment was interesting. But because you felt like you were in, in a way playing catch up to the camera, that was even less control that you had. Uh, there were more surprises. Uh, maybe. Uh, uh, I mean, I think the pictures came out good because of the setting and the people. Uh, I, I think the and 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 in spite of the fact that I couldn't see, um, mm. I think the couldn't see was. I think it would have been even better had I been shooting with the Pentax or shooting in this fourteen bit. Like it would have mm. been like, oh yeah, now I can. I could have enjoyed myself. I didn't enjoy myself on that shoot because of that. It scared me. Gotcha. Uh, like I felt like I was literally driving a car with a, with you know no headlights on. Right. <laughs> That's what gotcha. it felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I just don't know. Sometimes I feel like I don't, the older I get, the less I understand. You know, we were, we were up in Boston with the, with the college kids this weekend and, you know, I was showing them where I went to school and showed them my favorite sergeant painting. And, you know, we went and had chowder and, you know, did all those sort of Boston-y things. And, you know, people who are 19, they, do you remember being 19, right? Uh, not, mm, not I mean, really. I know, I, mean, I, I know they didn't have any sort of recording devices at the time or no I pictures. I have a lovely wax cylinder of it. Don't you tell me what they have. <laughs> um, I feel like there, there's, maybe it's a Dunning-Kruger effect kind of thing mm. where, where, you know something, so you think you know everything, but in reality, you don't know anything. You know what I mean? Right, right. You don't even realize what you don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, there's experience and hormones and, you know, you're still growing. You know, I mean, there and, you know, experience, I don't know. Um, it is just really interesting. The, as the older I get, the less I feel like I know. But then at the same time, the less I feel like I need to know or care to know. Not care to know, that's wrong. Um I'm okay letting go of the idea that I can't know everything. Well, yeah. I mean, because I realize I can't know everything. You realize that's, that's the, yes, there's a realization when you're young, you, you, you really are typically, you're really concerned with, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. At least I, I, that I do remember. Um, but there is something about, Feeling Especially, like you wanted to control, like that, yeah, that you wanted sure. to. Yeah, yeah, sure. But like, you know, like you've said, I, like I'm 55. Like what, what, you know? Yeah. You're lucky both hips still work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have you replaced your tennis balls recently? <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm just putting some links in our chat just so I know where they are. Yeah, um, but um, I mean, is it is it okay that 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 you don't know what direction you're going? I think it is. I mean, it, look, there, there are a ton of people who are way smarter and and more in tune to uh, the world around them than I am. That you can that, say that again. <laughs> there are way more people. Um. But for a lot of people, the goal is to be present and to just appreciate and enjoy and be sure. grateful. And, and so if that's the case, if that's the case, then, you know, in fact, I just watched the other thing. Uh, somebody was talking to the Dalai Lama and she asked him, you know, how, how do you how do you get rid of 
of suffering, of human, you know, like suffering. Right. Um, and he said that, you know, part of it is, is the realization that all of this is an illusion. That, that they're, they're, you know, the, the, placing yourself in, at the center of it, it's, it's just not, it's not real. Right. And I, I don't claim to understand that. I don't claim to, to be able to, you know, be on that plane as the Dalai Lama is, but wouldn't it be great if all of this stuff that we, we worry about was just an illusion? And that the stuff that matters is being present and, and, you know, trying to make the person you love's day a little bit better or, you know, whatever it is that, that, that connecting with another human being or, or, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I but, think that, I think you're onto something and I think part of it has to do with, I, I was thinking about it because, you know, these, these young girls are in a really competitive world right now. You know, I mean, the world, if you're your, bright, your sister. Yeah. If yeah. you're bright and you're 19 years old and you go to a elite college, I mean, you are just surrounded by people who have, you know, already won Pulitzer prizes at age 19. You know what I mean? Like you're just, yeah. you're, it's just the competitive side of things is insane. And there are 8 billion people in the world when there were 6 billion people in the world when I graduated from college. So there's another 2 billion people they have to compete against versus me. And I think that in some ways, the the way that the internet and social media has changed things is that you're, you're sort of your fog of war has gone further in the distance, right? Where, where before you, if you were in a band, say, and you were in Boston, you were competing against other bands in Boston, right? Right. Um, now, if you're a band in Boston, you're competing against every band in the world. Yeah. 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 Literally yeah. every yeah. band in the world uh, on TikTok and on Instagram and on SoundCloud and on yeah. And if you're working Spotify. another job and you don't have the 17 hours a day to devote to promotion on social media. Right. Like some rich kid does or somebody yeah. who's yeah. insane or doesn't need to sleep or whatnot. I mean, it just I the the. the the pressure of all of that on, on one psyche. I mean, I think it, I mean, it weighs on people like you and me. Imagine if you were just starting out, you know, under all of this, um, it's terrifying. Uh, I can imagine it being terrifying. Um, and, and when I was younger, it felt like when things got bigger, it got exciting to me, but I think it's gotten so big now that it's just overwhelming. Like there's no excitement anymore. It's just overwhelming. <laughs> um, and maybe that's, you know, 48 year old me, right? You know, maybe, right. I don't know. Um, I think the, the only thing you can do is put your head down and understand that just moving forward, you know, one step at a time is really all that anyone can ask of you. And like you were saying, the guy in the movie, he's still been making stuff for 20 years. He didn't stop. Right. Whether or not people stopped looking at him or his work, he didn't stop moving. Right. And then by the time you see him, he's 10 miles further down the road. You know, it's a little bit of a um, tortoise and hare kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
And, you know, we go through our lives and you have the experience you have with your friends and family and you fall in love and you see beautiful things. And occasionally maybe you make beautiful things or you have the experience that you have while you're making things and that gives you joy. And, you know, did you ever watch uh, From the Earth to the Moon? You have, right? We talked oh, about yeah, this sure, before. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I was, I was talking to my mom the other day because we were walking. And Mystic, Connecticut, where my mother lives, is a tiny little, like, village. What you see in, like, Mystic Pizza and all that, it's, like, two blocks long, right? It's just this, (laughs) it's, there's, there's, there's a little tiny bridge in the middle, you know, that can, a drawbridge that goes up. And then there's some shops for a block and a half on either side. Um, But people love going there and having overpriced, mediocre food and, you know, um, it's a thing. Wow, bitter. (laughs) Well, anyway, (laughs) we got to the end of the block and, um... And I said, "Uh, is that all there is? It's like that old song. And it reminded me of that scene uh, where they're talking about Apollo 12 in From the Earth to the Moon, where Al Bean goes to the moon. Right, 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 right. And they're coming back, and he's just like, he's like, you all right? And he's just like, yeah, I was just thinking about that song. Is that all there is? He's like, Al Bean, I was just thinking the same exact thing. Because, you know, these guys went to the moon. They did the thing. Now they're coming back. And you know what? It's still just the three of them in a tin can coming back to drink a martini and, you know. Yeah, Monday morning you're you're back at it, right? You yeah. know, and I think that that's always true. I I saw these people at the at the Academy Awards the other day, you know, and you know you look up oh the famous people who are wearing great dresses or suits or whatever, and I'm looking at them and and I don't know who half these people are because I'm old and out of touch with 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 you know, but you know what? There were tons of people who had their picture taken twenty, thirty, forty years ago who at the time were something and now no one remembers their names. Right. You know, so some of these people are going to go that way. Of course, that's just the way it works. But they're going to enjoy wearing that fancy dress tonight because, you know, I have friends who put up pictures because when they were at the Academy Awards five years ago because they were working on some movie or whatever it is and it was very exciting. And they didn't go the last five years because they didn't put anything out that's up to the standard that the Academy decided, whatever, you know. But they had that experience, and maybe that's all that life is, is is some collection of those experiences. And, you know, your your beads on your string that at the end make a pattern that's different than everyone else's. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do I sound like a crazy person? No. I mean, it, it's... None of us knows. But I guess I'm just not as worried about it. Yeah, as you were. As I was. Yeah. You know, it's like, maybe it's just it, like, well, I got enough money in retirement. It's like, I'll probably have food to eat until I die. You know, like. Does the worrying really help? I mean, the, the worrying feels really important in the in the moment. Right? Does, does the worrying push you? I don't, I mean, I think it has in the past, but I think more often than not, it paralyzes me. Yeah. I sometimes think, you know, I mean, I, if I said to my wife, listen, I'm going to stop taking commercial work, which, yeah, like I have so much commercial work, I'm overwhelmed by commercial right. work. But <laughs> the part of me does think, you know what, take the commercial work when it comes. Sure, try to get more. But you have the ultimate thing that everyone has always wanted, which is you have freedom to do whatever kind of art you want. Yes. So why don't you do something crazy and take some weird chance? Something that's outside of the thing, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm get, trying to get there, but it's, you know, I, I keep trying to, even in my personal work to make stuff that I think that I will then want to make in my commercial work or, you know, that people will hopefully hire me for. 
let me figure out how to do this technique so that when somebody asks me to do it, I can do it for money. But maybe I should stop worrying about that. It's like, well, people are always hiring me to do the same simple things anyway. Why am I trying to stretch there? Or, or, or if I, I'd be better off taking more chances in my personal work. I, I mean, yes, I, I will go back to something from a long, long time ago. It was the first time that I, that I talked to John Keatley. And, and if you don't know John's work, John's a terrific photographer and he's, he's just a lot of fun as a person. And he said, and this was, Jesus, I don't know, 13 years ago, 12 years ago, yep. you know, shoot the personal work that you want to be known for. Yeah. Because the commercial work, they're coming in with a brief. They're hiring you to fulfill. They're hiring you to solve a problem. Yep. And they already know what the problem is. But in, in, in your personal work, you get to create the problem and then you get to solve it the way you want to solve it. And, and the more that you do that and the more often you do that and the more that that becomes the, the, the bulk of your body of work, that's what you're going to be sought out for. Yep. I think. It's so interesting because he loves total control, like studio stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, man. I'm hoping that maybe my trip will inspire me a little bit. Well, I don't know how it couldn't. Whether it will unless, inspire unless you. Unless you don't like Vermeer like you. <laughs> You're like, got, I think it will inspire you. To me, it would just yeah. be a bunch of girls sitting playing. You guys got playing. anything other than Vermeer in this joint? <laughs> By the way, they sold out. The show is there for four months. It's entirely sold out. It was sold out like the week it opened all wow. the way through. But there was a sneaky way that you could get tickets if you became a member of the museum. Oh, wow. And a ticket to the show cost, I don't know, 40 euros or something like that, right? Or it was 120 to become a member for two people. Oh, wow. So we were like, screw it. We'll become members. So we became members. So we'll get to go to the show when we're there without Wait, having you, time Do you tickets. have to pay the 40 on top of that or does no. that, yeah, no, that, so yeah, that includes right. it? Yeah. But and did, did you go to the Vermeer show when it was at the National Gallery years and years ago? Uh, the one in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not. Uh, my sister did. Yeah. I think that they had like 22 there then. So this is like even more than that. I heard that people were on the block for that thing. Well, like that's, it was just wildly popular. That's exactly what's going on in Amsterdam. So, uh, uh, but now apparently so many people have become quote unquote friends of Rijksmuseum in order to become members to go to the show now as a workaround that they've shut down memberships to the museum. Oh, wow. wow. We actually got an email that said, while it's great to have friends, sometimes you can have too many friends. <laughs> We are closing the loophole. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So well, anyway, you'll have fun. You'll have yeah, fun. I, th I think it. I think it. Maybe Wait, when? When are you going? When is that? Uh, next Wednesday for a week. So, right on. Maybe okay. We'll, so maybe we, we, we'll we will catch up on the flip side. Yeah, we'll have to do the 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 recap when you come back. You have uh, uh you got anything to add? No, I I think I need to go take a nap or have a cup of coffee and then take a nap. I know I should probably just get on the rower and finish my rowing. I only did eight thousand before. You and the rowing. Just go get a go 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 get a sandwich. <laughs> you got any good sandwich shops in New York? Uh, a few. <laughs> yeah. There's one or two. Actually, can we, uh, get, can we go get sandwiches? Oh man, Cisco is in town. A couple oh, how's months he ago. doing? He's how's good. He he's he's uh, down in Texas. He's a professor at Sam Houston State or something. 
wow. um, down near Houston, a uh, dance uh, professor. Um, but uh, he was in town, and so we went to Katz's mm, and got mm-hmm. pastrami sandwich. Nice. <sighs> nice. Man, that was a good pastrami sandwich. Pastrami, mm. man. Real tough for people our age. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't eat pastrami anymore. Really? No. Did you no. used to? Uh, very rarely, but yeah. Did you not like it or you just... Uh, no, I like it. It just, it doesn't like me. Yeah. It yeah. never, it never liked me. Oh, really? No, 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 no. For whatever reason. That's pastrami, so delicious. Yeah, How about corned beef? Can you eat that? I've never had that. I, I've, I know people who love it. I've never had it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a uh, St. Patrick's day. You should get yourself some corned beef this weekend. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing, right? Like Adrian loves corned beef and cabbage. Oh, she eats the cabbage. See, I just well, do but, the corned beef on a sandwich and I just yeah. call it a day. But she hasn't eaten meat in, I don't know how many years now. And so I don't know what's going to happen. So it's she's a having, uh, 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 corn tofurkey and, and yeah, cabbage. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wrong. Uh, all right. So go check out Jeffrey's, uh, what do you got? You got your sub stack. You have a sub stack. Yeah, everything's on. Just go to it's jeffreystores.com or Twitter and Instagram at Jeffrey Storis and you're, uh, you're yeah. still. I'm still uh, at Bill Wadman everywhere, and I did. A, I've done a couple episodes of Pals with Bill Wadman. If you want to, didn't you to do me another? Or were you going to do another one? You did another one. I I did one with a neurologist a few weeks ago, and then I did another one with uh, with the gaffer from the movies. That's right. That's right. Um, that's right. That's right. Uh, my friend Noah, who who uh, was really really interesting guy, and. Uh, and a, a fun listen if you're into that thing. By the way, do you remember when uh, on the show the other day I showed you that scene from Men in Black where you could see Will Smith on the on the uh, sitting on the on the bench and they were like it was lit. oh with all the light yeah all yeah, the light with all around the, like, him scrims and you know whatever yeah Noah worked on that he was like oh I was there that's funny <laughs> I'm like wait you were there he's like yeah I remember that I hope he didn't say anything about his wife whoa. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, yeah, thanks for being we here. We really appreciate it. Yep. We do. Uh, it's, it's, these are, these have been good. These have been really fun. It's fun digging a little deep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not being, uh, you know, the good part about this, I can actually use one of the pictures from this, uh, uh, this guy, Rudolph Schwartzkogler. <laughs> Man, that's some weird stuff. It's some really weird stuff, right? Yeah. Like, I, like I said, I just, I'm, I'm sure that to... To some group of people, it's really important and really interesting. I, I just, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the artistic palette to go, oh man, that's really interesting. I just see a guy with a fish on his junk. Yeah, but y- you like a guy who, you know, painted a blanket into a painting. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> really? Who, who put a who put a tire around a goat. Exactly. Fair point. Fair point. Okay. Jeffrey, right. put down your rocks. <laughs> Ah, that is true. Why I didn't really think about it like that. <laughs> really? So, uh, so I'm sorry. If 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 Rudolph Schwarzkogler had most stra- brilliant photographer ever, yeah, this guy Rudolph ha- yeah. had strapped an eagle to his, one of his photographs, you'd think it was fantastic. Then I would right? think it was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> that is really funny. I didn't even I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, this 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 guy straps fish to him, and you're like. Pfft. I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't understand that. Give me at all. a crow and a goat with a tire around it, and I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll see you in a couple weeks. All right. See you later. Bye. Going on and on the way we are for so long. Too many fools, it's plain to see.
this way Say what you wanna say Though I know your words will lay me out So I can hear you think out loud Going through your thoughts the way Right.